I am the good shepherd, says the Lord. I know my sheep, and mine know me. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A demoniac who could not speak was brought to Jesus. And when the demon was driven out, the mute man spoke. The crowds were amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He drives out demons by the prince of demons. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. The Gospel of the Lord. Tomorrow, July 12th, is my birthday, and I will turn 54 years old. They say the older you get, the more you remember your youth. Well, one not especially fond memory I recall from my younger years is wrestling with my older brother, Paul. My brother is two years older and much stronger than me and in high school he joined the wrestling team of course when he came home every day he wanted to practice all his new moves and techniques on me (laughs) i objected saying i'm a lover not a fighter but he didn't care and that may have been another reason i entered the seminary to get away from my brother who wanted to turn me into a human pretzel. Little did I know that seminary was no escape from wrestling, because there I would wrestle with God in discerning my vocation and pursuing the priesthood. Paul did not know it at the time, or maybe he did, but he was teaching me that life is wrestling And our greatest adversary will be God. Paul prepared me for seminary by turning me into a pretzel. The first reading from Genesis chapter 32 recounts how Jacob wrestled with God. And he had better results than I did. (laughs) He too learned that life is wrestling. Bishop Robert Barron, in a new book, shared his own wrestling match with God as he reflected on Genesis chapter 32. He wrote this, As a theologian, I have spent most of my life grappling with God. 
And at times, I have been sorely tempted to let go. But God has not let me go. In other words, we are all theologians to some extent. We all grapple with God, asking, Who is God? Does He exist? Why did He make me? Why do the innocent suffer? And so forth. Bishop Barron continued, Moreover, like Jacob, I have been wounded in the fight, permanently affected, marked. And then he quotes Genesis 32, verse 25. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on the hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint. That is, Baron, like Jacob, and me as a teenager, felt like they had been turned into a human pretzel when they wrestled with God. God wounds us in order to heal us. All good medicine tastes bad. But the story does not end there. Baron concludes, at the same time, I have never come away from a battle with God without being blessed in some way. Keeping a distance from God or merely seeking Him on one's own terms yields no blessing. But getting in close contact with Him, wrestling with Him, even when such an engagement seems fruitless, always produces a benediction. In other words, it is no use objecting like I did. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Why? Well, because God is both lover and fighter. And if we want to have a real relationship with Him, our Creator, we too must learn to be both. And that is the final benediction we receive for wrestling with God. We become more like Him, lovers and fighters. My friends, what round are you in, in your wrestling match with God? We may mistakenly think we are grappling with our spouse or our children or our boss at work. Or like I thought, I was wrestling with my brother Paul. Or like Jacob thought, he was tumbling and trying to out-wrestle an angel. But all these contests are small-scale analogies for the real battle, the real test with our true adversary, God Himself. But don't forget, He is both our adversary and simultaneously our ally. He is both lover and fighter as all true and meaningful relationships are. Some modern people think they can ignore this inescapable wrestling match with God by claiming to be an atheist or an agnostic. That's like little children who cover their eyes with their hands and pretend that if I cannot see God, then He will disappear. 
But God will not tolerate that kind of compromise. Like my brother would not tolerate me not letting him show me his new moves. Bishop Barron writes this, For a thousand reasons we wrestle with God, seeking to understand his purposes, his activity, his seeming inactivity. But for 10,000 reasons, God wrestles with us, luring us, cajoling us, threatening us, promising us great things. In the end, when we look back at our life, you know, like when you turn really old and 54, we will see that life has always been a wrestling match with God. By the way, in the Genesis 32 account, it is extremely unclear whether Jacob was fighting with a man or with an angel or with God. And perhaps that ambiguity was deliberate because that is exactly how we often feel. Am I wrestling with my brother or with a vocation to the priesthood or with God himself? And the answer is yes, all three. Why? Because God is trying to make us more like himself because we are created in his image and likeness, lover and fighter. Praise to be Jesus Christ.